0: Good morning. It's a little intimidating being up here because I'm usually in back. So um, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. And um, like Matt said, my name's Michelle. My husband is Adam and I have two kids, Miriam, who's seven and Abel is four. Um, Adam and I have been married for about eight years. So Matt asked me to talk about some ways God has worked in my life through motherhood. And at first, I didn't really think that I had much exciting to share. Um, But as I thought more about it, I realized there's no way to be a mother and not have something to share that's exciting or different. Um, And God works in our lives no matter what. So um, God really started teaching me about the journey of motherhood a long time ago, like long before I became a mother. Um, I was reminded this week of a Bible study that I did in college called Lies Women Believe. And so even back then, which has been more years than I want to mention, um, he was starting to teach me about motherhood and what it's like to be a mom. Um, And so I'm reminded over and over again of these truths that he started teaching me that I'm still learning today. So first of all, I'll be like Tommy and have these three points. Um, First of all, I ultimately am not the one in control and that is a good thing. Two, my emotions cannot be relied upon to guide me. And number three, I am a sinful human being and my children are also sinful human beings. And so we struggle with a lot of the same challenges. So I wanted to give you a few examples of how God has shown me some of the lies I believed and um, how he's replaced those lies with his truth. So about 12 years ago, I had just um, returned from spending two years in Guatemala with the Peace Corps. And I came back stateside and moved in with my sister because I didn't really have a plan for my life after coming back. Um, But she had two girls who were three and two at that time and was about to have her third baby. So I moved in to help her out and kind of s- stayed there, <laughs> ended up staying there for a year as their tia and the second mommy. And that was such a blessing. So looking back on it now, God was showing me so much of what it meant to be a mother. Um, just from my experiences with my nieces and nephew and also from my sister. She's a pastor's wife and um, an excellent godly mother. So um My nieces and nephew are really, really good kids. They're the best kids. So don't let these stories uh, shed a bad light on them because they really are very nice kids. But the couple times, a couple memories I can pinpoint um, that God was showing me things seem little, but they had a big impact on me. So the first one is the first time my niece stuck her tongue out at me when I had told her to do something. She turned around behind mommy's back and went. And so... (laughs) (laughs) which was not very characteristic of her. But at that point, I realized, hmm, kids are sinful too. No matter how much you teach them, they still are sinful. Um, And then another time was when one of them was playing in a little plastic tub. And I was telling her, I asked her not to do that because I thought she would break the tub. Well, somebody, um, another older lady who's a friend of ours said, Um, reminded me that she was having fun and it wasn't really hurting anything, so leave her alone. So, what I learned from these moments um, is that I tend to be overly controlling when it comes to children. I like to expect them to act perfectly and when they don't, I'm either frustrated or surprised by it, um, or my pride is hurt because I feel like they're being disrespectful to me on purpose and that it's a personal insult. So the truth that God has revealed to me and is still revealing to me day after day um, is that children are sinful just like I am and that when it feels like they're insulting me with their disobedience, they really are just acting like humans and they're acting like I do um, with my pride and my sinfulness towards God every day. So God is still teaching me these lessons and he's taught me these lessons of how I'm sinful and prideful for 40 years. So I don't know why it surprises me when children don't learn the lesson the first time and are still disobedient and sinful. So it's something that, like I said, God is still teaching me and I'm still trying to teach my children. So, um, so also I want to mention with that, sometimes when children are disobedient, your emotions are so strong when it comes to kids. Um, And so God is working on me daily to help me to deny my fleshly instincts, to get frustrated, um, and to control my reactions to difficult situations because I cannot rely on my emotions to guide me. They are not a good guide. So God is helping me to um, learn to control those as well. So another more practical lesson I learned from the tub incident when she was playing in the tub uh, was to say yes more often than I want to naturally. So when I'm busy, I like to just get things done. My husband can tell you that. Um, But what I'm trying to learn is to slow down from my get it done sort of attitude and try to evaluate what my children are asking for and how they are behaving in a less adult-like manner and um, see if what they're doing is not likely to hurt them or others, if it's not destroying property, then I ask myself, why not? And if the only reason for me saying no is that I don't feel like dealing with it, then I try to say yes, most of the time. Uh, The last thing I mention that deals with my desire for control, and I think that the control issue is a struggle we all kind of deal with, is, let's see, I'm going to have to read this part so I don't cry. The fact that God is the one in control was made clear to me, especially at Abel's birth. I didn't think I was going to cry, sorry. So in the events that followed Abel's birth, I won't go into the whole story, but I'd be happy to talk to you personally later. Um, so to be brief, the pediatrician who did his checkup thought that he, um, Abel was born, he had a seizure right after he um, was born, and he ended up staying five days in the NICU where they found no evidence of anything that was wrong and nothing had ever happened. So we are really thankful for the outcome. But the journey was really terrifying and quite, um, yeah, it was just terrifying. And uh, obviously, I still have some bitterness and some stuff going on from that. But God is so faithful, and he was in control of every detail. He had a purpose in allowing us to go through that. And I think that part of that purpose was a a control check (laughs) to show me yet again that I can't control things. When it seemed like doctors, who I didn't really care to have in control, were controlling everything, God reminded me that my children are really his and that he loves and cares for them way more than I ever could. So when I consider God's character, his love, his power, his intimate knowledge of all aspects and all things, I'm comforted to know that I don't have to strive to be in control and that I can rest in him and trust him completely with my children. So I wanted to leave you with Psalm 139, which is my favorite psalm, um, and I'm tempted to read the entire thing for you, but in the interest of time, I will just share a few verses, and um, mamas, when you go home, you can look it up and, and meditate on, on Psalm 139. So starting in verse 13, for you formed me in my inward parts, you wove me together in my mother's womb. I will give thanks to you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works, and my soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the depths of the earth. Your eyes have seen my unformed substance, and in your book were written all the days that were ordained for me, when as yet there was not one of them. And in verse 23, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxious thoughts and see if there is any hurtful way in me and lead me in the everlasting way.